Good morning, Montana. Good morning. Brother, decent. I like hearing that. I don't know what you're saying. I'm not. Why do I even pretend? Why do I even pretend to know what you're saying? Seriously, why? What's the point? What's the point in pretending that I know what you just said? Because I don't. I don't even care. Do I? Yeah. You know what? I don't. But I do wish you good mornings. Hell yeah, brother. God damn it. Good morning. By the way, we have DLive.com.ca, Jeff Classic Show Radio Network. Aurora Knights. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother, for saying hello. I really appreciate that. That's something I really needed. God. This show is just a disaster. Everything about it, a huge disaster. What can I say? I'm trying my best here. A total changeover. Totally different. I've lost... God, half? Half of everyone who's done the show this last year? Cool. That's badass. Probably the coolest thing I could think of. And most of my friends. It's really awesome. I'm having a great time. I'm feeling fantastic. Yeah. Exactly. Good morning, Montana. God bless you. Good morning, Aurora Knights. My one guy in the live stream. Thank you. Oh, boy. Good morning, Jack. How are you? Awful. Awful. But I'm making it. I'm making through it. I'm doing the best I can. What do you do? What do you do when everything 
crumbles around you. Everything. Every little thing crumbles around you. By the way... By the way, you can call in 250-848-2524. You want to call in. If you want to talk to me, please call in. Please call in. And by the way, right off the bat, I can't even do anything right. I can't do nothing right. Call in. Call into the show. This is making me mad. I have a goddamn cat in this room, and he hit the goddamn... He hit the goddamn fan. He hit the goddamn fan and made it rotate to hit my goddamn microphone. There's one thing I don't want. God damn it. Seriously, I don't want to go to break right now. This is not a break time. And now, oh my god. Alrighty, I'm going to calm down. If you want to call in 250-848-2524, it doesn't spell out anything. Who cares? I have to go on break real fast. And when we're back, when I get back from break, brother... I'm doing the opening monologue, except this is a special opening monologue. This is a opening monologue that I actually had someone write. Check that out. But I gotta fix this. Anyway, good morning, Montana. K-Bear Mornings. God bless you. Jack Klassen Show, Radio Network, and ThoughtCrimes.ca. We'll be right back, dog. I gotta... I gotta fix this problem. This goddamn cat. Give me two minutes. Two minutes. Not even. 45 seconds. 45 seconds. That's it. It's Jack Classic Show. When I'm back, open monologue. Remember, call in if you want. If you don't want to call in, I don't care. in yep. Canada. I'm not even allowed to broadcast in Canada. No one will hire me here. Oh, dear. I'm Alabama Willie. I'm Arizona Jones. Yeah. We're nothing. We're piss. Why well, you're making America great again. <laughs> oh, is that can? Is that, is that, is that, is that, is that, is that can crush Jack? You son of a bitch. So he never has been a radio show host. He never will be a radio show host. You son of a bitch. This is not a show on how to be like somebody. You son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. So basically, he destroyed his career within two weeks. It's like he likes to likes to cross social boundaries. Bitch. Jack Classen. You are listening to the Jack Classen Show. Alrighty, we're back. K Bear Mornings, Jack Show Radio Network, DarkCrimes.ca, baby. Here's my opening monologue. My favorite bit of the show is the opening monologue. Not a lot of radio shows do opening monologues, but I do one, and I love it. It's awesome. This one was actually written for me. Most of the time, I write my own, but this is the one that's written uh, for me. And God damn it, it's a top ten list. God, 
Top 10 things to do if someone knocks on your door and asks you to take the COVID vaccine. 10 things to do if someone knocks on your door and asks you to take the COVID vaccine. Number 10, grab an apple, take a bite out of it, and say, guess I can't get the shot today. Really? Number nine on the 10 things to do if someone knocks on your door and asks, it, asks you to take the COVID vaccine. Open the door and yell at him that you don't care if he's a registered sex offender and quickly shut the door. That's number nine. Alrighty. Number eight on the top 10 things to do if someone uh, forces you to uh, take the vaccine. Knocks on your door. God, this is such a lame list. Make a fort around your door for you and all your friends and tell him he's too much of a dweeb to join. God, this is really like... This really is like the Jimmy Fallon level of hilarity. Good God. My last monologue, my last top ten list, I was talking about the top, top ten races that make great slaves. Number seven on the top thing... Top 10 things to do if someone knocks on your door and asks you to take the COVID vaccine. Come out dressed like a Jehovah's Witness. Number five. No, no, sorry. Number six. If they mention a specific type of COVID vaccine, get real angry and pissy. And argue about why your favorite vaccine brand is better. I'm a AstraZeneca fan. Mainly because they make boner pills. Number five on the top ten things to do if someone knocks on your door and asks you to take the COVID vaccine. Consistently make reference to how much you hate Asians. And thanking the person for agreeing with you. And do it as loud as you can. I like that one. I like number five. Number four. Take out your phone and put a picture of DMX in their face. Alrighty. Number three on the top ten things to do if someone knocks on your door and asks you to take a COVID vaccine. Take out your phone and show photos of the cutest animals you can find and ask him, Do you think I could beat this guy up? Alrighty. Alrighty. That's good. Number two. Tell them your car broke down and ask them to drive you to get your vaccine. After that, hide somewhere with a view to see how long they'll wait for you. And number ten, baby. On the top ten things to do if someone knocks on your door and asks you to take the COVID vaccine. Tell them you're already dead and kiss them on the cheek. See, I would have switched out one with five. I like to consistently consistently make references to how much you hate Asians and thanking the person for agreeing with you and do it as loud as you can. It's a Jack Classic show. This is our opening monologue. Hell yeah, brother. God. That's what I get for having someone write it. That's ah, all right. I mean, those singles are pretty good, I think. I think. Like, just straight up, I think some of those were pretty good. Could have reworked a couple of those. Which is all right. God. All right, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. Oh, man. 
what an awful world we live in. What a horrendous world we live in. I'm surprised that I can make it throughout the day. And to be honest with you, the only reason I can make it throughout the day is because I had a religious experience. I had a religious experience this week. And it was really, it was really powerful, you know? Um, I can't, it was a, a series of events. It was a series of events that I really was shocked by. First of all, I woke up yesterday and this is how it started off. This is how my day started off. Uh, this is, uh, this is how it started off for me. I, I wake up. I go, this is what I eat for breakfast. I get a piece of toast and I get some strawberry jam. That's what I do. Every morning, I've been doing that for eight years. Toast, strawberry jam. This day, I put my toast in. And honest to God, there was a picture of Jesus Christ on my toast. I'm not even kidding you. I didn't plan. I didn't... I'm not a toast artist. I don't know how to put pictures of Jesus Christ on my toast. But it happened. It was profound. But I didn't think too much of it. I didn't think too much of it. And then I got ready for I got ready for work. I went to work. Had a regular day. And then a a woman walked in. A woman walked in and said, Hey, you look sad. What's troubling you? And all of a sudden, I had this overwhelming urge to just say, Hey, I'm having a bad day. And I told them everything that was bothering me. And then they said, Don't worry, son. You've been forgiven. And I'm looking at her. And I'm going, what do you mean? And she goes, I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you. And I was incredibly touched by that. Incredibly touched by that. But I was still... I was still depressed. I knew, you know, earlier I had the toast. I had this woman come in started praying for me but I'll be honest with you my full intention for yesterday was I was going to drive my car into the lake I had it all planned out I I knew parts of the highway where I could go and just drive off the road and it would be there's a cutoff so you just drive off the road and then it's like deep into, I don't know, 80 feet of water, no escaping. Because you got to go down, you got to go down the hill, there's gravel, there's trees, the impacts will kill you. And if the impacts don't kill you, you will drown in the water. And I was fully set on this. I was fully set on this. 
So I'm driving home, and I'm about to take that turn. And all of a sudden, I feel powerless. Jesus has grabbed the steering wheel, and he's grabbed my cock. And he just starts giving me the most incredible hand job ever. And he whispers, he whispers to me, he goes, son, you don't have to do this. You don't have to do this. You have been forgiven. And I look at him, I make direct eye contact, and I complete right there. About half, about half a football field before I was going to plummet into the, into the lake. I came right there. Jesus and me, our eyes locked. And it was the most intimate moment I've ever had with a human being. And that moment truly struck a chord with me and proved to me that God loves me and he loves everyone and he's there. And I also know that he gives really good hand jobs. Just amazing. Alrighty guys, we'll be right back. I gotta go on break. I'm selling ED pills. Funny enough. It's like our number one advertiser. <laughs> Erectile dysfunction pills. God bless Pfizer. That's why I should have said my favorite vaccine company was Pfizer. Great pills. Great pills. Even better if you don't have erectile dysfunction it's just like god damn it dog thank you pfizer we'll be right back Your grievances against Karen seventeen seventy six. It's a Jack Classic show. We're oh yeah, different let's radio hear it. You have grievances with me, puh. Let's Karen's hear. Karen's great. She's fantastic. She's phenomenal. She's the best. She's one of the very best, in fact. But, but, you know, it I, I felt like you guys were both talking some 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 some, some she- shit when I wasn't here to defend myself, you know. So, and I feel like. If you guys want to talk like that, I'm right here. Let's talk, you know, let's talk about it. I, well, uh, you want me to hash it out with you? You ruined you know what, my stream. I challenge you to a live. Rusty, thanks for interrupting. Battle. You ruined my stream. You ruined I it. I, I, don't know. It I didn't funny. see it, though. Yeah, it was funny that you were purposefully you're, you're sabotaging like, my show. Because you're like, Mitch, mute your mic. And I'm like, okay, do I mute it right now? You're like, no, no you need to you apologize to me right now. You never muted the mic, Mitch. You never did, and you did it on purpose. He's this is fake. just awful. 
Should I mute it? Uh, I should mute my mic. Ha <laughs> And then in the beginning, you ruined my intro, you ruined my break, and you ruined my outro. You ruined the stream. You no. s decided to give me your own... Oh, this is Thought Crimes that's you, whatever. I didn't ask you for that. I didn't ask you to interrupt. I didn't ask you to bulldoze the stream. And right now, you're, 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 right you're now. challenging me, honey. You're not going to win. So <laughs> let's hear it. Let's go. <laughs> did you call, did you call him honey? Maybe. That's like, like calling someone bud. Yeah, I don't know what you want me to say. Exactly. Those dynamic because you were, you, you were, you, Karen, you, like, I was being a pain in the ass. I'm not going to deny that. But I didn't ask for the dynamic. Damn it! I didn't ask for that dynamic. Yeah, I yeah. asked you to be She's a guest a woman, on my show. She's having a woman moment right now. Can you mute her? <laughs> <laughs> Karen, you said you were like given the worst direction ever. You're like mute your mic. I'm gonna oh, kill you. Are you just gonna screech at me like a freaking? Yes, because you're wrong. You're wrong. Oh my God, are you going through menopause? I don't understand. Oh <laughs> yeah, I'm on my period, man. That's why that's I'm not what menopause bitch is. right that's now. Not, it's not because not you sabotaged my stream. I told you to mute. Don't say a word. I told you to mute your mic, and that is Damn. all I said. You didn't do it the whole stream. I was screaming at the top of my yeah. lungs. Karen, they couldn't hear me. They couldn't hear me. They couldn't hear me. I was screaming to mute your Karen. mic. Maybe because you, were you weren't hearing it, and that's why I was mad. You. Well, you, you didn't have to do that you didn't have to just blatantly go against exactly what i told you to do for are no reason stop? the whole street you have nothing to say are you gonna let me say oh are you sure no you, are you, are you sure? have nothing to say i think that if you weren't such a bossy don't, pain I, don't, ass, I don't know i might be more inclined to listen to you I'm i don't care you know if you i don't care if you listen but you obviously don't know what's best for the show if you allow your emotions to run everything that you say oh yeah i'm so emotional right yeah oh yeah women are so emotional you're emotional you're the one who's sitting that. over there crying your eyes out because what? we're on a radio show who's and we crying? talk shit on a radio. You're crying, crying over there. You're like, Do I oh, like I don't I'm know. Crying? You guys are so mean. It's a comedy show. Yeah, Get I'm with the, the program. Relief, right? Yeah, well, go relieve yourself. If I let you guys just build on top of each other, you review. commit a hate crime yeah, together. Yeah, you need yeah, me to bring you back down to earth. That might be true, but you're annoying and I hate you. Of the show. Hold on a second. Come on. You gotta give the review of the show, dude. Give a review. What'd you just say? Give a review? Yeah. Alright, I'll give a fucking review. My boy Jack does not fuck around. What he likes is the fucking raw shit. The real shit. Like, do you want a fucking honest opinion from someone? Yeah! You best fucking go talk to Jack Klassen on the fucking Jack Klassen show. If you don't, what the fuck are you doing? You're wasting your goddamn time. What did the like, people in Tofino think? The people in Tofino that I've met, that I've showed the Jack Klassen show, had a fucking lot of respect for it, to be honest, because, what the fuck are you doing? Like, seriously, what Jack has to say is what we all want to say, but we don't fucking say. Like, does that make sense? Fuck, it makes perfect sense. Get real, folks. There. Fuck. Alrighty. We're back, K Bear Morning, Stack Classic Show, ThoughtCrimes.ca, baby! Oh man. God. 10 out of 10. This radio show has been 
one of the greatest shows ever. I, I swear to God. I swear to God. Totally unappreciated. But we're moving forward, baby. God. Speaking of which, I got to talk about planning and writing this late night show is a, a huge task. Jesus Christ. Like, I can't. I can't explain how hard it is to try to create this project. Another thing coming. Another thing coming. Like, I swear to God. Okay, Bear Mornings, Jack Class Show. I've been planning out this show for months now. And we're in the final steps. It's going to be fantastic. It's been, God, five, six years since we've had a decent live show. And I'm really, really hoping everything comes together for it. I'm st I still I have some special guests, which will be excellent. But, God, it is so hard to bounce ideas against myself like that's what I'm having the most trouble with it's just bouncing ideas against myself I've had I've come up some with some pretty great ideas for it but god I am struggling which is all right I mean it happens but it's it's really really difficult I think it's going to be a really great show I do have breakaway glass, which is awesome. So I'll be tossing glass bottles at Red Pill Rapper's face, which will be badass. That's a guarantee. That's a promise for the late night show. Um, but there's just like, it's... I'm really, really hoping it comes together. I'm really hoping... I mean, I'll be honest with you. Life sucks. And I want to die. But that's okay. I think I can work past it. And I think we can uh, start doing better again. I really, I really believe that. I believe in myself. And everyone I've talked to seems to agree and it's 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 absolutely insane like I have access to radio greats like Manson from the Bubble Love Sponge show who by the way is going through the exact same struggle I'm going through which just blows my mind it blows my mind that growing up with these guys listening to them and laughing I that I'm considered a peer like, how insane is that? And the fact that we talk to each other. I guess I guess I do bounce off ideas with him. He, he's great. He's one of the funniest guys. I'm super intimidated by that guy. A hundred percent. Manson. But it's, it's interesting talking to him and hearing his struggles, especially now that he's, you know, he's left regular radio and now he's trying to do his own thing. And he's having the same struggles I'm having. Which, honest to God, concerns me greatly. 
Because that guy is way funnier than I am. But I still feel like if I keep on doing what I'm doing, I think eventually I'll, I will prevail. And I will have the greatest radio show ever again. There's no way I can't. I, 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 I think if I just keep plugging away and doing that, I can. And I feel bad. Like, it's like, you know how sad it is that one of the ra greatest radio show uh, hosts, one of the funny, well, the funniest radio show host is going through the exact same struggle I am. It's, it's, it's insane. And a little demoralizing, but that's okay. But yeah, we're trying to we're trying to piece together this live show. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be great. It's going to be huge. All that fun stuff. God, I miss Donald Trump. I really do. I miss Donald Trump so much. It's unbelievable. Watching CNN isn't fun anymore. Because you know what? You know exactly what they're going to say. It was fun when they were making fun of Donald Trump. It was awesome. You still knew exactly what they were going to say. But the level of smugness was absolutely unparalleled, paralleled, you know, for a TV news network. Like, everyone on that network was so smug when Donald Trump was the president. And they were getting high ratings. And now no one cares. No one cares about him. I'm much like CNN. I'm crashing and burning. I'm, I'm slightly... I am the handsome version of Brian Steltzer. Just let that sink in. But yeah, we're still on the radio, much like how CNN is still on TV and still in airports, which is amazing. And I'm just trying my, I'm trying my best. That, that's it. I'm trying my best. And if that's, I mean, I think honesty is some of the most compelling radio there is. And I think I would be lying if I said everything is fantastic. I might have a greater outlook on life than what I did and realize that no one can create my happiness. I am the only one in charge of that. That's something I've learned this year. Huge. And that I shouldn't rely on other people. But. It's going to be a hard. A hard road ahead for me. And, and frankly it's scaring. It's scary. I told myself 10 years ago. When I first got into radio. That if. I wasn't able to keep the show afloat if I wasn't able to maintain an income I would quit go do a trade go do a welding course uh, learn CNC or something but now that 10 years have passed I have the skill to do radio and that's about all I have in life I can't be a welder I can't be an electrician. This is all I have is this show. And I guess my stand-up comedy as well. But I'll be honest with you, stand-up comedy has been put way off to the wayside like four years ago. Screw that. I got blacklisted. I'm 
comedians got mad at me and I wasn't able to do open mics. I couldn't even do open mics. I used to do paid shows. People would pay me to travel and do shows. And then all of a sudden, all that just dried up. Much like, much like every girlfriend I've ever had, dry like the desert. It's just gone. So I said, screw that. I'm just going to keep on plugging away on the radio show. And I got very close to greatness. There's one thing that I'm really, really great at, and that's being able to pick people. Um, you know, like a, I'm like a really good talent scout, scout, which is awesome. I mean, I used to do that when I was uh, younger. I used to be a talent scout, which was badass. But most of the time, most of the time when I did that, I just really didn't care. I just wanted a paycheck. And the more people I brought on, the more money I made. So I would just do that. I didn't really care. However, there were, God, um, let's see, my first cast of characters. The one guy works for like CBC now, which makes sense why he doesn't want anything to do with me. If you're working for the CBC. Second guy is a a writer on the Colbert show, which makes sense why he wouldn't want to have anything to do with me. And I really actually don't know if being a writer on the Colbert show is really that great, except you're making a hundred thousand dollars a year. Writing the worst jokes ever. Like for real. I, I let's see Colbert late show monologue. Let's see. Let's see this hilarious monologue. Come on, Colbert. Let's see. This monologue goes out to you, Mr. President, uh, from May 2017. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. Let's see what my ex-co-host wrote for Stephen Colbert. I'm sure it's hilarious. Oh, I mean, I hate his. I hope his. I hope his audience burns to death. It is day like really. I hope his audience burns to death. 1,358 days to go, but who's counting? Uh, oh, oh, oh. God, you wish he was still in office. You wish. Now, Trump has repeatedly said that this hundred... Look at that asshole on the keyboard. <laughs> Doesn't he have a black guy? Today's thing is totally arbitrary. Stephen Colbert, okay. you have a totally slave working on your show. I bet he... I've heard, is. by the way... Being in this realm, I've heard that Stephen Colbert treats his staff awful, like Ellen level horrendous. So I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to be honest with you. This is a story I heard about the black guy from the Stephen Colbert show. I heard that he would occasionally reference him to be his Sambo, which... Whatever, I just, I'm just saying, I know writers on the show, I know people who have worked for him, and I'm just saying he's referenced his black guy as a Sambo. Just saying, Stephen Colbert. There's some information about you, Stephen Colbert, that you wouldn't want to be public. He took out a TV ad, he cut a cake on Air Force One, and he held a rally in Pennsylvania. The theme of that rally, promises made, promises kept, which is better than their original slogan, Promises made, never mind, never said it, fake news, watch Fox and Friends. That's hilarious. Oh, Jesus Christ. And that was prime Colbert, too. 
Oh, oh no, let's see Stephen Colbert from last week. This is his opening monologue. <laughs> Number 45 offers nothing new at Rambling Ohio Rally. Dude, it's 2021. Is this all you got? Have a seat, my friends. Welcome, one and all. Hey. I treat my I black co-host like a slave. Oh, tonight, we got a hot crowd, Don. Oh, yeah. We got a yeah. hot crowd. Hey, shine my shoes, Don. Stephen Colbert, you're the biggest racist out there. Uh, uh. Yeah, baby. Both in temperament and temperature, because we got a heat wave here in New York City. And it's going to be a scorcher all week with temps in the low 90s that could feel as hot as 105 because of the humidity. Which is why down in Times Square, Madame Tussauds Wax Museum is opening their new exhibition of celebrity puddles. <laughs> God, I'm sure. what an yeah, awful yeah. man. But as hot as it is here on the East Coast, nothing compared to the record setting heat wave that has engulfed yeah. the Pacific Northwest. It's so bad in Seattle, everyone's down to their flannel speedos. What was it? It was 100, how hot was it? 110 degrees in Eugene. Anyway, Oregon. I was talking about. Where US My co-host. God, so yeah, we got a writer, an ex-co-host, writer on Stephen Colbert. Oh, this is so awful. I, I, it's, I make, I, this is really making me regret Jesus giving me a hand job. Hey, hey, it's, it's Donald Trump, Jabba the gut, Jabba the gut. You screw you, dude. You suck. I want to kick. I want to crush your windpipe, Stephen Colbert. Ohio. God, his fuck his face. I just want to. I want to take a vice grip, and I just want to. I just want to crush his face. Like. Seriously, or stab him to death with a broken light bulb. That's also an option with Stephen Colbert. A good old slashing with a broken light bulb. Uh, yeah, okay. To hold his first rally since the. <laughs> Do they have to censor the word Trump? Is that is that what Colbert is doing? You're talking about the guy. You talked about him for five years. You stupid. Uh, you. Retard? What? The January 6th insurrection. I want to kill my co-host who now writes for this show. Why is he allowed to have rallies after that? After the assassination, John Wilkes Booth wasn't welcome to... Oh, my God. Seriously? Broadway for a sold-out performance of I Shot Lincoln the Musical. Dude, I am so sorry. That is the saddest bit of garbage I've ever seen. I'm sorry. I'm done. Stephen Colbert, you've poisoned me. I mean, I've had, so we've had a lot of great people on the show, and each time the show comes out different and stronger, which is fine, which is cool. But uh, here's, a, here's a look back. Here's a look back to a simpler time. This is my interview with Dan Quinn, a man who... 
decides he wanted to treat cancer with stevia. And I think he killed his uncle. And then I think he killed someone else. And I think he might have raped someone. I don't know. There's a lot of bad things going on with Dan Quinn. Anyway, it's a Jack Classen show. God bless you guys. Check it out. This is a look back, baby, from six Football years ago. Uh, fantastic huh? woman. $5 footlong. A $5 footlong could fit into her snatch. <laughs> You're right, man. Yeah. Hey, Adam. About that. Well, you know. Adam, I'm sure she's nice. Uh, listen, well, a little man. respect would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's not happening today, buddy. Nope. So, as I said, Daniel Quinn, he's going to be calling us in about two minutes. Uh, our topics today, I'll give you guys quick preview. Quick preview. Show notes. Quick preview. Kamloops Police Prison Sex Scandal. Officers were watching girls have sex. Lady officers? <laughs> no, no, no. Male officers were watching women in the women's prison have sex. Not my mom, though. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, second one was uh, today. We almost got invaded by Russia. More on that later after Daniel Quinn. And then we have uh, a brony who claims that clopping, which is the act of masturbation towards a My Little Pony, can be classy. And obviously oh, no. that can't happen. Other story is uh, Iranians, they some do some whiplashing. And um, the police disrupt uh, beheadings in Australia. <laughs> Welcome to the Jack Klassen Show. Yeah. Next, when we come back, we'll have uh, Daniel Quinn on the line. Uh, exclusive Jack Klassen interview 2014. Oh, you're getting a call. Oh, we're getting... Hey, actually, hold on. We got Daniel Quinn. Well, you know what? What's going on is... Uh, you're up in Canada, right? Oh, yeah. We're right up here representing okay. CC, The Great White North. Canada. Okay. And Rob Ford has cancer, you know? Um yeah. More than... More than any chance... God bless his okay, soul, any, am I right? Uh, say that again? God bless his soul. So, Dan, why'd you just get out of jail? Why'd you go to jail for two years? I was in jail because I had a gun because people were threatening my life. Shit. Why were people threatening your life, man? Why would someone threaten Dan Quinn? You you look like a you look like a freaking football player. What does having a football player have to do with getting threatened? But why do you need a gun? You could have beat up those guys. Well, you know what? Even a kid with a gun is, uh, you know. Well, I mean, listen, guns, you, guns you are cool. But what about the guns you got on your arms, man? Say again. What? What about the guns you have on your arms, man? You could have just pile drived him, Stone Cold Steve Austin, three sixteen. Because so aren't you gonna have a fighter as how well? How many viewers? How, how many listeners do you have, Jack? Uh, we got 175,000 listeners, sir. And I'm here to spread yeah. your message, but I just want to know, why didn't you just beat up the guy? Or were they didn't threatening know who they you? Didn't they were. Huh? Didn't know, didn't know who they were. They were calling anonymously. Oh, so and it was... The, the point is, the point 4chan. is, they, they told me to stop talking about Stevia. You hear me? Yeah, well, that's... That's um, government shills trying to stop the truth about Stevia. We all know, as the Jack Klassen Show, we all know that Stevia can cure cancer, you can lose weight, and overall be a healthier human being with Stevia by snorting it and smoking weed. Am I right? Well, that's what I've experienced. And 
How long have you been on Stevia? Oh, we've been doing... How long have we been doing Stevia for, Dave? I started doing it last week. Yeah, Dave started doing it last week. I've been doing it for the last uh, three to five weeks. And I've lost so much weight. Is that right? Yeah. So, and, and you want someone to try Stevia who has a terminal illness, and you think that that will save them from their doom? That they won't die. I, I guarantee if, it. Huh? I, I, guarantee, I guarantee that if uh, stevia alone in massive doses would probably cure it alone, I guarantee that if you blended wow. all the toxic soap that's hidden in water, wow. um, I guarantee it. Wow. How do we get this started? You know, how do I get you here? How do I get you here? How do we get well, this? Billion dollars. We can make a billion dollars with this. Um, well, theoretically, if you could make a liquid that... Do you snort the stevia? Yeah, I've snorted stevia before. Yeah? Do you snort it, like, often? Does it hurt your th- nose? Um, no, it doesn't ruin your nose. Do you uh, know who's starting the wildfires in California? Say again, now. Do you know who's starting the wildfires in, uh, California? No, I saw a picture. Um, don't know his name. Do you? Well, you, you live in California, so I thought maybe you knew who was starting the fires. So you told me you want to um try out for the Toronto Argonauts. You you, you know what? Um, what I would like to do is uh, prove that when you take massive amounts of THC, massive amounts of th- get um, real stone. Ganjuana.com. Check it out. Jack Classen show. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I'm talking about. Can you be my spokesman for uh, Ganjuana.com? My host, like, uh, like, okay. Here, I got what a about- news article right here, Dan. And this news article is Kamloops Police Prison Sex Scandal. Two male officers were watching two female um, uh, prisoners having sex for 30 minutes. What do you think about that, Dan? You, you know what, Jack? I, I think that the reason why I came on your show was to fucking uh, well, talk what about, about What about um, Canada and the U.S. intercepting Russian fighter jets today? Russia tried to invade okay. us today. Um, I doubt that was an invasion. Well, okay. you heard and, about it happening. They had one bomber and two fighter jets. What do yeah. you think? I'm thinking Russia. I'm thinking we... the. United States government, the Canadian government, they want a new Cold War. And do you know why they want a new Cold War? Dan? Why is, why is that, Jack? They want a profit. The companies, the government, they make profit during Cold War. And they love fear. Do you remember how, how glorious our two nations were in the 80s? We were fearful, duck and cover. But man, our military, we were the most powerful nation. And then the Cold War ended, and we fucking turned into pussies. Am I fucking right, Dan? Hold on. Okay, you're counting Canada? Yeah, I'm counting Canada. I'm I'm saying after the Cold War, after we didn't have to fear Russia anymore, we became a bunch of pussies. Am I right? Um, The world was better during the Cold War. No, Jack, I don't agree. You don't agree? Why do you say that? No, because I think that the Cold War um, 
was restricting. I think it. Uh, yeah. What do you think about bronies, Dan? Dan. What's that? What do you think about bronies? Yeah. Uh, adult men who like uh, My Little Pony. Because this one guy who likes My Little Pony says that uh, masturbating to it can be classy, but that's just stupid, right? Like that's just stupid and nerdy, right, man? Jack. Yeah. Do you really have a uh, Jack? Do you really have a uh, radio show? Yeah, we're doing one right here, the Jack Classen show. I just okay. Serious question. Sorry, we're just kind of you know because the show we do is kind of goofy, right, David? Yeah. Yeah, we could we do kind of a goofy show. Um, serious serious question though. Um, can you beat up Dana White? <laughs> huh? Um, do you think I could? I think you could beat up Dana White. Yeah, you... I think that I made a mistake with Dana White. What was um, that? Did you talk you to know, him? Like, what happened, man? No. Uh, the only reason why I started going after Dana White was because uh, you went Jeff after Gallion him. No, went after metaphorically on the fucking oh, uh, YouTube. Metaphorically. Yeah, metaphorically on YouTube. Oh yeah. It was because. Uh, Jeff Gallion at MMAKO.com. Um, he well, said go after him. Fuck, fuck Jeff Gallant um, on, on MMAKO.com. He, he, he didn't direct me, but um, that's the only reason. Um, otherwise, I would have fucking, you know, left well enough alone. Well, you should have fucking blown him away. Can you beat up uh, Chuck Liddell? Um, you know what? I would love to throw punches against Chuck Liddell. You yeah, know, do you think Chuck Liddell is a fucking... He's a legend. He's a star. Um, I think that I would knock Chuck Liddell out. Yeah? Uh, yeah, I, I do. It, Chuck chose the punch of me. Um, I think I'd finish him kind of like I did by my pool. Oh, yeah. Uh, how old are you again? And Chuck Liddell... 47 years old. How old's Chuck Liddell? Isn't he 39? I'll tell you what. What, do you, I was what were you telling me? when I got out of jail. Yeah, I was two sixty. I probably lost about twenty pounds. The uh, fat loss, I mean, is dramatic. I want to talk dramatic. to you about jail. Like, okay. what is jail like? Is that like a you were at a full on prison, eh? Say that again. You were at a you were at, like in prison, right? I was in jail, and I was on a floor, and it, yeah, but you didn't have to. Everybody like, in there. Do you, did you have to like defend yourself in jail? Did you have to fight people, or did you like? Did people know not to fuck with you? Um, I got into one fight and knocked one guy out. Fuck, Sacked nice, nice, dad. buddy. Did you ever like make a shank or something? What's that? Did you ever like make a shank out of like a plastic knife or something? Because I've heard, like, I've watched Lockdown and those kind of shows, right, David? Yeah. And people make shanks out no. of anything. No, yeah, well, they do make shanks out of everything. I've never made a shank. I've never had one. You, um, ha have you ever had to, like, defend yourself I, against one of those? I've, yes, I have. Now, in in jail, are the bathrooms in, like, shower situation, are they, is it just as bad as what it is on movies? Like, do you have to make sure you don't drop the soap? You, you know what? Um, it, is it actually like that, or is that just for movies? From what I've heard, shit like that is frowned upon 
by guys in a pen. Yeah, but it happened, right? People. Well, um, there's horror stories everywhere, right? But Did it happen it to you? Never happened around me. Never to me. No, no, because you would have you would have killed the guys, right? If but, someone ever did that to me, did you ever kill anyone? Oh yeah, I kill them. Have you ever killed anyone? No. No, and Jack, come on now. There's no statute of limitations on a murder. So, oh yeah, so you, you know, wouldn't tell had, me anyway, right? Do you, if I had, do you think that I would tell you? <laughs> <laughs> this fucker's murdered someone. How'd you murder him, bud? Like, hypothetically, if you were to murder someone, like, say, pretend you're O.J. Simpson, how would you murder someone? You, you know what? I'm not... Even... No, no, this is a serious question. Yeah. Like, if you were if you were O.J. Simpson, pretend to be O.J., how would you kill his wife? Like, how would you do it? You didn't kill anyone, you but how what? would you kill someone? Dan? I'd have someone else do it. Yeah, so you'd pay someone, right? But how much How much would, would that, that be cost? Like, would that be like a close friend or like... You know what? Maybe? Yeah, I would it be no a close idea. friend or a family member that you'd ask? Would that be asked to murder someone or asked to kill? You, you know, Jack, let's get on to something else because this is getting tired. Oh, okay, okay. We'll, we'll, move, we'll, move, we'll move the topic. So, it's Stevia. Um, what is the high like when you snort it? And did you get to you do Stevia yeah. in jail? No, I never did Stevie and Joe. Bad, bad situation. Uh, anyway, um, so Dan, um, we were just talking about jail. Um, just asked you if you killed someone. Uh, how, how's your, um, how's your pussy playing skills? You got the pussy lately? Have I got any pussy lately? Yeah, you got any pussy? Like, do you, like, once you get out of jail, what's the first thing you do? Do you get a burger or do you get laid? Cause I get a burger. Do I? What's what's a burger? <laughs> you know a burger, like a hot burger. Like out of jail, did you get a hot burger or did you get laid right after? Like what was the first thing? I'm not. I'm I'm not understanding the word that you said before laid. Burger. Yeah, <laughs> burger. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> once you were out of jail, did you? Your first. Okay, you had two options. Did you, first thing you do, did you get laid or did you go to Burger King? Oh, 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 oh. You know what? I went to Burger King. Really? How and, long did uh, it take you to get laid out of jail? Like, did you get, could you get laid a, in jail? About a week and a half. Nice. And I got on a, a 30 minute free trial on one of those chat lines. Nice. And I said, you know what? You know what? I said, I'm 47, okay? Uh, All righty, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Listen and to the full Dan Quinn interview. ThoughtCrimes.ca okay. should be up uh, there. I got to wrap this up, baby. It's a morning show. It's a Jack Classic belly. show. Check it out. ThoughtCrimes.ca. We'll have uh, all of our classic you know, bits up on there, brother. What can I say? Some classic radio. And everyone who used to do the show hates me now. Fantastic. That's life, brother. That's life as a radio retard. What can I say? We'll see you tomorrow, K-Bear. Good morning, pal.
Good morning, buddies. I'm retarded, by the way. We'll see you tomorrow. K-Bear Mornings, ThoughtCrimes.ca, Jet Class Show Radio Network.